ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pilot On Podcast. Yeah! Uh, uh, we're coming in for a good time. We're coming in for a good time. Not a long time. Not a long time. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, baby? How are you feeling? You're struggling. I'm uh, no, I'm, I'm... You're good. Hey, give, You're me, give me half a chance. We're doing as best as we can today, and that's all that we can do. Well, we had a fun time. We played a little bit of Beat... Not Beat Saber. Well, you played Beat Saber last night. Uh -huh. We got the... So I got the Oculus... We, got, we drank a little bit last night. We drank a little, a little bit. hungover. A little hungover, and we played the VR. We okay? Played, we got an Oculus. Like children. And we played VR... And we played Star Wars because it's very scary. And uh, yeah, we spooked ourselves last night. We had fun. Yeah, it's very, uh, Grace is very good at Beat Saber. Uh, weirdly, it. like. I love it. It's I'm a gamer you, now. You, I've been eating <laughs> cup of noodles and playing Beat Saber. So I'm literally just fully taking on. I got that stringy gamer body where like there's no muscle, but a lot of power to it. Yeah. <laughs> A so, lot of power. That's my. That's what I thought too. Yeah, I. I a lot of power. I have a false sense, uh, misguided uh, idea that I am so strong in VR and I'm so powerful, and capable, <laughs> and cool. And on the outside, I look like such a dork. Well, uh, and you also like you were very cool last night about agreeing to play the Star War because I got freaked out in the you Star War game because it's a little scary. I'm scared you of VR in general. Great. Yeah. I think I was drunk enough that I was having a great time. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were getting real spicy with the storm stormtroopers. I was getting real sassy with the storylines and their inability to help me at all because I guess it was all up to me to do everything. I know. And I clearly was the least capable of our bunch. It's also got a sassy robot in the Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, Maya Rudolph is the voice of. Yeah, it's nice. Which is well, very you've silly. got Yeah, you were like... She was too. She was too sprightly for you. I think. I think you wanted to get down to business. And I wanted get to, to the, get the to the birthstone or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of small talk, and I didn't. <laughs> it was. It's very fun, um, but I didn't need the small talk. I wanted to know what the mission was. Yeah. Um, because I get. I got scared, and I just wanted to get right into it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we're at. And look at you. Yeah. Good morning. Do, doing fine. <laughs> a little hair of the dog. What can you do? Uh, guys, this is a podcast where we. Uh, as in myself, Elliot, and Grace here mm -hmm. talk about what we've been watching. Yes. Um, and where do we even begin? What have we been watching? Should this we week? start with all of the number twos? <laughs> we stop. Do doing... you want to explain what that is? Absolutely, I will explain. That's a great thing to explain. <laughs> because uh, I mean, I handled it. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we stopped watching Frozen Two just now to make yes. this podcast. Yes. Before that, I was attempting to watch Back to the Future Two yes. at one point, which Grace did not super. It was too much. Look, I was a little uh, high, it was too much. and it was too much. But, Everyone was at an eleven. <laughs> but, yes, it's too much for sure. That actually, that movie, watching it through your eyes and seeing how too much it was, made me realize that. Yeah, it was like exhausting me. You were yeah. like, we, we were. Well, I didn't have the context for anything, and I understand it's all stylistic and purposeful, but, but when very you're coming dumb. in. That's a very dumb movie. Yeah, when you're coming in cold to a movie that's hot, it is a jarring experience. Yeah, because there's a scene that's set in the future, but it's it's uh, Michael J. Fox playing all the characters. Yeah. And in a way that's like really kind of just obnoxious. Well, it's so campy. It's like campy to the nth degree, yeah. and everyone campy. is playing like a weird cartoon voice. It feels like one long improv yeah. scene, but it's like with uh, a budget. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also, though, on yeah. twos, y'all, listen to this. This wasn't purposeful. This has been accidental that we've discovered that we've only been watching twos. Yeah. 
we're just trying to create a narrative a little bit, make it more compelling and more sense a tighter of, podcast. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, we watched Jumanji too. We watched Jumanji too. Let me tell you something. Wow. Jack Black. Oh, he's great. amazing. He was great in it. Very. I mean, and The Rock did great too. Whatever. I everyone think- was great. The thing is, everyone as an actor in that film was great. The premise of that film was. Oh, it was the theme of this podcast is Grace gets overwhelmed immediately by anything you show her. And that's what happened in Jumanji, too. It's just a lot of layers. They're playing uh, the premise is that the kids go into a game and they become the uh, avatars of the the game avatars and and they're on adventure. And then this time we had to keep in mind their original avatars because they went into different avatars. And so it's the actors playing different embodiments of these children and uh, older men and you hadn't seen the original one i hadn't seen the original so it's um it was a lot to get caught up on i'm surprised baby your amount of bravery that you've been showing lately i've been uh, doing it for for you yeah Yeah. you're not afraid to get a little overwhelmed by jumanji too (laughs) well it's not only is it so layered and you have to remember who's playing who and who represents Uh what human in the real world but then the action sequences go on for like 30 minutes on uh there's no aside there's no like funny little breathing room uh, moment there's just straight action back to back to back and at points i realized i was holding my breath yeah. during it that i was like i can't breathe oh because i'm not breathing yeah she got she got upset she was like, i need a joke i need <laughs> someone to calm down i, I was like are their... you having too much fun i need to watch <laughs> an animal sidekick have a hilarious small Breathing it's, moment. Yeah, it was. A, I need to watch I mean, it like fall over and get up and like shake itself off, and that's all I need yeah. to just like breathe, and then we can get back to the rock saving everyone's lives. I will say about Jumanji that it is very interesting that they don't really do that. Like the action, it is interesting yeah. that for a family and kids movie, the action sequences <sighs> are just they're yeah they're really long. And they're really long. <laughs> And the the deaths are just like they make no excuses or apologies. It's just like a video game. Like here's death happening, yeah. and it's uh, in the context of it being a movie for children. You're like, holy shit! Yeah, she just he she just straight up it's died. A, yeah, it's a lot of heavy themes. In, yeah, uh, in Jumanji. But I too. guess it's also like this is what your children are watching when they play video games. So yeah. like, why should we sugarcoat it in a movie? And they make them poof. They make them poof into air, you know? Yeah, they, they lighten it a little bit by that little, like, ka-ching noise yeah. when their life goes away. And it's they have beautiful. A one. Yeah. Guys, uh, speaking of uh, back-to-back action, though, there's another yeah. show that we started watching that eventually I was like, no more. We can't watch this. It was a what? show that during it, Grace turned to me and described this show as uh, being a room in hell that she didn't know existed. <laughs> And we're here to talk. I forgot. Yeah, we're here to talk today about the floor is lava. Oh, guys. Okay. If you want a new game show, that's the title of it. The 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 show we're talking about is floor. Yeah, the floor is lava. It's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix, and I have brand new. You know, there's so few feelings as good as when you can get mad at something together with your partner at the exact same rate. But I think we got so mad at the show because 
it wouldn't get into the the part where they play the game for right. like five minutes. It's just a solid five minutes up top of the narrator explaining exactly what the game is, and you get it immediately. The floor is lava. <laughs> <laughs> they they create a room with all of these different obstacles, and they fill it with water, and adults have to traverse these obstacles and not touch the water. Water that's like orange fluorescent and sludge. It's gross. It's gross, and it's and when they go down, listen to this. When they <laughs> fall into the lava everybody is told to go ah! and if scream like actually being burned alive yeah but they they don't show the people coming back up from uh-uh. the liquid no not so, like in wipeout where they like you know fall off into a water situation and then they come up and they swim to the side n- no you they never disappear see like they fell into lava they actually disappear you never see them again and when you were <laughs> a little high watching this game it's a wild ride for your brain to be like i just need to know that they came up for air they came yeah but yeah. um it's perfect the game, yeah, so it's... Oh, and such unlikable contestants. My goodness. <laughs> I haven't dis... Like, the, the second episode's great, and you find some people that you like, but the first, my well, gosh, it's like... It's also... Ohio. Like, the yeah. whole state of Ohio is what they cast. It's interesting Nothing against Ohio, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, that really threw them under the bus. I was trying to think of, like, you know, a place, maybe like Utah or something. <laughs> uh, Somewhere in the middle. They're basically... Um, it's interesting because it's not like Wipeout where it's edited all together to show you like the biggest highlights of their running through an obstacle yeah. course. This is basically unedited and you're watching three adults, it's teams of three, uh, do a physical escape room. Yeah. Because there's different ways you can get out of the room and you can like push things over and pull different cords that drop things down. Mm-hmm. And so you're watching in real time, basically unedited three people talk through and they're clearly coached to talk through audibly uh, all of their feelings and oh, thoughts about boy. it because I know it's getting. like, a, it's like the circle, which you never watch, no. but the circle is uh, people talking through every social interaction they're about to send via like their social media thing, uh, which is not how real life happens. You think thoughts in your head, not yes. audibly all the time. Yeah. You don't, so, yeah, yeah, you so like to think you do. Mm-hmm. That's well, that's goal. why, unless you have a podcast, and right. then you're you've, you just sort of see what happens. The irony abounds, but no, they clearly have produced. The producers have probably told them like, make sure you're yeah. keeping conversation going so there's no dull moments since they're not editing around it, right? So they have to keep them talking like yeah. a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but there was this group of triplets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no! I and this is what prompted right, the special room in hell line. That these three triplets just okay. had a lot of personality. This is a, this is a, I'm going to. I'm not having, I'm hyperventilating a little bit just recalling the situation or I'm hungover. I don't know. You know when you know how someone is going to be when you meet them, you know, and they're the, the exact way that they seem. Like, oh, you know that when your the, first impression is correct? Yeah. This was that times three. <laughs> times three. Oh. And they, the way they were is like, I get it, man. Because the thing is. You know, we get angry at things, and it is usually a reflection of what's going on inside of yeah. us in some level. It's an and insecurity. There was an amount that, of jokes that these guys made in a constant effort to be funny and be on that I found very, 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 very frustrating and unable to, like, I would start groaning so I would drown out the sound of them making these jokes constantly and i get it because they're trying to be fun and they're having a good time and and, 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 but i it's that trying to be funny thing and i know what that is because i've done that my entire we do it right now years and doing it in this moment 
you're them in this moment. So there is hypocrisy here, but wow. It was. Still, stand well, by it. It was too annoying. Well, you know how you have, everyone has an acquaintance or someone they know that is a little socially awkward, but also, you know, makes jokes, has the idea of what making a joke is, but doesn't have the ability to make like an actual joke. So they, they make the structure of a joke happen, but it's not anything new or revolutionary yeah. or profound. It's, uh, you know, they're mimicking what someone that is funny does. They don't have their own comedic voice, and so they're parroting. Yeah. And that, it's not people's job to have comedic no, voices. No, but so. they, and then they, you laugh out of politeness, but they take it as they're very funny, so it gives them fuel and they keep going. Like, Everyone has one person they know in their life immediately that comes to mind. Imagine that person having two more of them that are identical looking and also believe that they should be making jokes because it's funny and that's yep. what they do. This was that. It was unbelievable how much they were joking over each other unedited for eight minutes. In the show, like... <laughs> it was they're so doing much. It, they're doing it while, like, hopping onto a big, well, like... The best part is that they're making stupid jokes about, like, them being strong and, like, making fun of each other, and then suddenly one of them would have to jump from, like, a bedpost to, a, a, like, a settee, and they would get scared, actually, that they couldn't do it. So you see this sudden wash of, like, terror in mm -hmm. between trying to be like, oh, you know, you could, you could do it. You're oh, like, yeah, oh, just like Tarzan. Oh, <laughs> It's like, what? That nonstop. Nonstop. That's the ex perfect example of the kind of joke. That that like, they're, they're, I might have to kill these. I'm going to have to find these people. I'm going to have to kill these people. Uh, to be fair, once we got over the initial horribleness of it, it was and hilarious. Other groups watch. were great to watch. And even, but there's something about the show that's trying to be. It's fascinating. It, yeah, but it's also trying to be more intense than it, yeah. it is. And so, like. It doesn't toe the line well enough of how silly uh, Wipeout is and, like, Holy Moly. Those yeah. kind of shows that are just, like, they're trying to be so stupid. Yeah. And this show, I think doesn't go enough with it being just purely stupid like they try and make it actually intense and difficult and you're like but this is just stupid look and at also, these it's like somebody will be like in wipeout you know we love wipeout we love all love it. wipeout it's a perfect basically a perfect show like yeah. survivor um yeah. and it's got big red balls that people slam onto and the bounce sound away effects from. are the greatest it's use perfect. of sound effects i've ever seen in any any i mean oh, i don't yeah. know how they don't win oscars for no, their sound yeah it's like vaudeville. editing <laughs> it's like old school like uh yeah three stooge type uh -huh. stuff but um all the little it's every single cartoon, uh, cartoon accent in uh final cut pro x that i've ever used yep. gets used it's like boing, boing, boing. oh it is yeah it's like your 2014 uh -huh. uh, anyway so uh this show is not like that because it doesn't look impressive when they're jumping from like one thing to another, but to them, they think it is, but right. it, it, they're only jumping like four feet because we're used to seeing bigger stunts. It right. looks kind of lame. So you combine the lameness with the intensity that they're going through with constant jokes that aren't good. Yeah. And I think we are, I think we love the show. I think I well, love the, the show. <laughs> I feel like I'm still conflicted and that's why I want to keep watching it because I can't Wipe out, you know what you're going to get immediately, and it's an easy, like, turn this in. on, and we got this right away. This show, 
makes you work for it. Mm -hmm. And so I, it comes across like the show that doesn't make you work for it. And then it does make you work for it. And like, I don't know if I like that. They spend so much time explaining the course. But also, look course. how long like, we're cares? spending explaining this show. Right. Right. <laughs> it's called The Floor is Lava. We are The Floor is Lava as a podcast. Oh, yeah. I just complained <laughs> about people trying to be funny. I know. Uh, um, but it's been, uh, I would have say, a lot watch to think it. About right now. It also makes you wonder because it's stuff that looks so lame so you assume you can do it but it's actually kind of difficult like imagine mm -hmm. trying to jump off of this countertop onto that giant pig thing behind you like mm -hmm. it doesn't look super impressive but it's also probably extremely difficult to do it's also extra stressful when the floor is lava when the floor is lava i mean it's a great super idea for intense. a show the reality is i'm just so upset that we didn't pitch that show nor are we hosting that show so that's where all of the projection comes in what fun i know the i was thinking about what like what kind of a game show i mean obviously joe we got to we got to come up with a game show well, i mean you guys Joe's got trivia of the day and he's got movie movie game and he's got he's, he's got a like a yeah he's got a brain for game shows yeah but i want one that's mine you, or yours. ours what would you do <laughs> i guess you can have it too but i want my own Thanks, thanks. Like Pat Sajak in his big head. His like, big old head. His big head and his perfect job. What kind of a game show? Do you have any Ugh, pitches? I don't know, but see, something like a wipeout would be so yeah. fun to just like call the shots on. Also, something like Ultimate Ninja Warrior, where they're actually doing super impressive feats of physicality, would be really fun because I love watching humans like physically do cool shit. I know, but that's I see not the kind of I show I know that you wouldn't like that, but I would lose I'll my watch it. I my one of my greatest abilities is to is getting excited about things, and I think I'd make a great host for something like that because I can go from zero to sixty when I see someone like grab onto a a, mm -hmm. a ledge that's a centimeter thick oh, and yeah. they traverse it. I'll your, lose ow. my fucking mind yeah, for ow, it. Ow. Yeah, to the point that they'll need me to calm down. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um. but that I don't. I still want to get. You my show. Mamrie and I did pitch one time. Um, we ended up pitching a game show that never got made, but the weird whole the whole weird part about it was that we went in and pitched a movie to this um company and movie.co movie movie company movie dot gets made dot edu and uh in the movie premise this couple wins a honeymoon by going on this game show mm -hmm. that's like wipeout but for uh newlyweds yeah. or people that are engaged and after we pitched the whole movie that's the first 10 seconds of our pitch yeah, and then we like, spent, what's, tell us about and the then they literally show. go can you tell us uh, uh tell us about the game show like could you is that a real game show that you guys have thought through so we went and created a deck for this game mm -hmm. show and then came back and pitched it and i think oh the game show was called uh, the amazing embrace. And so, Whoa, that's great! <laughs> so it's basically like Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, perfect. Meets Wipeout, meets uh, the Newlywed Game, mm -hmm. and so it's different rounds. And some of them are trivia rounds, like the Newlywed Game, and some of them are physical rounds, like Wipeout or mm -hmm. Legends of the Hidden Temple. And it's uh, is it like teamwork stuff? It's teams of couples. You tie up the couples and they have to work together. Yeah. To I mean, we created this whole deck for it. We didn't come up with specific, specific, like physical stuff. We met with the guy that uh, created That's the. Yeah, no, I Bert wish. Griffin? No, we met with a guy that was the producer of um, what's the game show that they just had about like Bejeweled or something, the app on your phone or Angry Birds. And uh, they made Temple it. Temple Run? 
whatever it was that they made into a giant uh, game show in a studio. Like we went to the set that they were making that and talked to this guy oh, to cool. get advice about Amazing Embrace, and oh, then it went wow, yeah. absolutely yeah. nowhere. And the guy was basically like, uh, "No, you got. I mean, that's a huge idea, but like, if you don't have any experience or your foot in the door of game shows, you can't just like make that." And we were like. Yeah, yeah so like this YouTube. is why we're meeting we you. YouTube, so. <laughs> so if anyone's out there um wants uh to hear more about this idea, I can develop it further, which I think is still a great idea for couples. You watch all these yeah. engaged people and you get to like see the fragility of their relationship as they're trying to compete for their dream honeymoon. That's great. I mean, imagine the talking heads alone when they are talking about what they messed up over their exactly. partner messed up. Exactly. Or things great. that they find out about each other along the way. There's so many opportunities. Please, Sweet. let me make this show. <laughs> now that I'm talking this through again, I have a newfound uh, passion for this project. <laughs> and if shitting on uh, the floor is lava doesn't get our foot in the door, oh. I don't know what will. <laughs> well, I got great taste in game shows That's just and notes. i'm obsessed with people in relationships i.e married at first sight which we'll talk about but also just to mention my game show i've talked about this before but yeah. i would still i would still do the man versus bear show that never mm. came to fruition that i auditioned for or man versus dolphin or man versus corgi or like basically do competitions with animals i think corgis, that would be great but i mean something really good. yeah but if you develop that down to something involving corgis which is like You've been looking at this meme, Ellie. It's been very obsessed with this oh my new gosh. Corgi meme. Uh, that Corgi's... What is it? So <laughs> I, I just saw a thing that was like, I'm fascinated by how if you mix a Corgi with another breed, it just ends up looking like a Corgi dressed up as that breed or wearing a disguise as that breed. Uh -huh. And it's all these photos of Corgis mixed with other breeds. And they it does look like a Corgi pretending to like wearing a like, disguise. Yeah, trying to get away with being a little Dalmatian or <laughs> yeah. something. And some wonderful person DM'd me and was like, hey, there's a whole subreddit for this uh, called Incognito. <laughs> r slash incognito and i went to it and i was like dying laughing i was like babe look at this all these dogs are corgi mixes and each one looks like it's a corgi that's got a secret it's yeah. perfect and they're not secret. hiding it well are you gonna throw up Ooh, i'm so excited about <laughs> we're it, thriving we're thriving um yeah and you were so intensely looking at it that i thought something was wrong because you know lately we've been intensely looking at our phones and there's been a lot wrong with the world and when you were like I'm on a subreddit of corgis. I was like, "Thank you, yeah. thank you for bringing joy into our lives." Sure, yeah, we've had to we've had to cut back on. Uh, yeah, thanks again for letting media. me rant last week, but coming in with a, on lighter notes this week. Uh, now I'm going to do the but, the rant from the opposite <laughs> political side of the aisle. Oh, um, that's where I just happened to. Uh, the footage from the camera doesn't record for some yeah, reason. It just goes Weird. Um, the I was bringing up the corgi thing because uh -huh. i think there's a show there there's a game show idea yeah. of how can this corgi be something else like people trying to actually convince or get away with corgis being dressed as other things in real life yeah, like a like hidden that. prank show but with corgis as the center yeah thing that drives like, it i mean it's a work in progress but i think there's something there there's definitely. something in mind there there's you a dream of an idea yeah. that will blossom we prank people by Dressing up corgis to be certain things in real right. life and seeing they can get away with it. I'm talking about like inanimate objects. Though. No, I'm if you like a duffel bag. Corgi lamp, yeah. and you're just like in a cafe when they can open back up again, and there's just a corgi sitting there pretending it's a lamp, not telling you that it's not. And, if you <laughs> and then you just see what people do. It's the most harmless prank is putting a corgi in a public situation dressed as something it's not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just have to get a very still corgi. Yeah. <laughs> 
very sleepy corgi. Very sleepy, at peace uh, with itself. Not not allowed to do corgi. Or also another idea, just to keep it super simple, a lamb is you dress up as a corgi. Dress up a corgi as something and send it into a public situation. It doesn't have to stand still. It can walk around. Sure. And then you just see how people react. Like if like, a corgi was dressed as a Statue of Liberty and just walked into the coffee you know shop, I would lose my mind. What I would, would poop you do? My pants. <laughs> <laughs> I would poop on myself. I would pour my coffee on my head yep. immediately, I and know. I would sue no one for my burns. Mm-hmm. I would pour. Could keep pouring. Uh, I would know in that moment that that would be the happiest moment of my life, and I would uh, have a. I'd have a but that's psychic my, break. That's my prank show idea: is you just send in a corgi dressed as something completely that it's not, and you just see what people do. Nothing can really go wrong. If anything, the corgi will bring that whole public space together. There's something about a corgi. Okay. <laughs> there's something about a corgi doing that that it feels like the corgi knows what it's doing. That's what I mean. It seems like it's up to something. Yeah. There's the, like a purpose behind it. That's the that's where the prank comes in, the social experiment of how would you actually react if a corgi <laughs> came in dressed like a briefcase and just walked around in like a JC Penny where you're shopping? Like what would you do? What would you do? It's so not just title, a loose dog. The title would be like Incognito. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to take from that. That's so okay. good. That's yeah. not. A good, I mean, it's good. It's perfect, uh-huh. but it's taken by the. Okay. By the other, I don't know, incognito. Obviously, that's we'd have to. Uh huh. Yeah, that's the most obvious one. But I also like. Is that a corgi? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, I... is that a corgi? Are you watching? Wait, is that a corgi? Uh yeah. W. They get a corgi I- to walk in. T C. <laughs> Yeah, you wait for the corgi to walk in, and it's always dressed as something <laughs> perfect, perfectly that it's not. Oh, it'd be so great because it's so harmless. What would you do? Most of them are. Some it of them are little jerks, but that's part right. of the fun. But the fact that they're dressed up seems so purposeful that it's the m- most confusing thing. I had the thought the other day, babe. I was so I've been following this account on the Insta called Limbazi or Imbazi something. I don't, it's a chimpanzee. At a, uh, <laughs> yeah. I should have clarified that first. Yeah, I was um, like, who is she? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh-huh. uh, it's a wonderful chimpanzee. Okay. And I love chimpanzees very much. Have you ever held a chimpanzee? No, I. It turns out, as an adult, I'm scared of animals <laughs> yeah, more than sure. I really believe. Especially chimpanzees, because they'll look into your eyes. Well, that's the thing. It'd be too intelligent and too. Um, it, it moves too much. Like, yeah. Even a sloth that moves barely at all also freaks me out. So I've done I've done pitches where for zoo shows just because I want to meet a little chimpanzee and I also uh-huh. want to meet. Um, a little baby elephant, and I just want that's like my o- the only things that are actually on my bucket list. Well, and you got a birthday and... coming up in ten months. <laughs> I know. And the last birthday, I got to meet that cool octopus uh-huh. because I wanted to go to the aquarium like a child. Yeah, and you're allowed to do that as an adult. We just found a photo of us. Wait, with... but you you're getting off track with the chimpanzee. What was the the account? Just how badly I want to hold a chimpanzee. Oh, that, that was the whole the thing. Point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, just, I didn't know if there was a just, bigger, broader so idea. Cute. And I'm like, how do we, how do I make a show around? Yeah. You know, um, we found a photo of us in London, and it's me holding a newspaper that says "Coronavirus grips Europe," and it's like, wow, yeah, like doing a little this like tourist different. shot, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, good. My alarm for waking up this morning just went off at 11:30 a.m. That's uh, I mean. That's what I thought we would be doing this morning. So if anything, we are um, succeeding beyond what we thought we were capable of last night. 
I thought I'd need to be woken up at 11.30 a.m. this morning. Yeah. So, I, I remember wonderful. That. I remember being like, 11.30? I was like, like you, did you do sleep. like a drug? <laughs> Melatonin. What are you thinking? You okay? Man, drink beer and it's all. Anyway, Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight. Australia. Australia. I'm very confused by this because they're rolling out. We watched, <laughs> uh, they, they play like two episodes a week. And they're each an hour long, which is the equivalent of one American two-hour episode. But they've also married more couples. Yeah, they keep bringing there's, in new shipments. I think there's like eight or nine or ten couples in total that have been married. That's too many. It's too many. However, now is where it gets interesting because they're bringing them all to meet each other. So they're all having like a big mixer with each other, which is fascinating because they all seem way more interesting than any of the Americans. Uh, what's up with that? Why is this a different version of a show? I don't know because my theory is that I think I said this before that this show must be on the same level as like Love Island as The Bachelor is in that country. <clears throat> yeah. And so the bat think about everyone that's on The Bachelor. Yeah. That's who's on this show. Like that's what this is. Whereas oh, perfect, everything is Whatever. falling apart. Let's just leave Hold it. On. I, I think got it's it. great. I'll just keep it going while you're doing that. They don't need, for the audio folks, they don't care. The light just went out if you're just listening. Uh, the light just came back on if you're listening. And uh, there's no reason to edit that out. I think that's a nice... It's a perfect uh, It's perfect symbolism for yeah. <laughs> where we're at. You're doing great. You're doing great. Um, I'm no, fine. I... I think Married at First Sight is that it's, it's the kind of casting pool that The Bachelor has. Yeah, it's a more legit budget. It's like yeah. when you hear about like how David Hasselhoff was big in Germany, it's like Married at First Sight is pretty big in Australia. But yeah, it seems so that way. Sure. And it seems like they cast people that have a certain TV quality. They probably also whereas, sold like, the, You know what it is? They probably sold the show to a better network. Like yeah. this production company probably sold the show to A&E. With more money i mean they're yeah. sending them on honeymoons all over the place they're not going to like a weird holiday inn on mm -hmm. puerto rico that they've got like subsidized it's uh i can't believe i can't wait when for when the new american season comes out yeah and, well, I, and we can relive how i love how horrible that show I mean, is well <laughs> they can't record anything now because we're still in a pandemic where your goddamn masks everybody and so the crazy thing that I'm a little curious and maybe uh, nervous about is the idea that they're going to incorporate like Zoom marriage no, dating. No, absolutely not. I don't know how they can stick with their schedule. That's insane. I know. But I'm just trying to think in their shoes if they're production and they owe uh, a season to a network on a certain mm. timeline. Like, how do they adapt? I'm alright. If I see one more commercial <laughs> of people on Zoom being like, "I like pizza," I'm going to smash the TV. <laughs> The Zoom commercials are. The Zoom commercials came out of nowhere, and everybody uh, did it at the exact same time, and it's super weird. It's and, very strange, ugh. and it feels like placating so much. Oh, it's so pandery, yeah. and it's so like, isn't this exactly what you're doing? It's, like, it's like, oh, shut up. You know. Yes, it is. Yeah. And shut up. <laughs> Yeah, I did talk to all my family on Zoom, and it was really cute. And my mom did have an issue with her camera being turned off halfway through. Yeah. But I don't need to see that mimicking, like, a Pizza Hut commercial. Yeah, I don't like being like, this is a universal problem. I, I like being like, for we sure all got to just do this video thing for a while. <sighs> the pilot on it just become, we're mad at everything that's not <laughs> us. <laughs> I said that to Two grumps. I, I like you, and I don't like anybody else. <laughs> No, these are just two fucking grumps. 
And we have no reason to be so high and mighty about our taste levels. We're watching garbage. Can't we just appreciate anything? We know there's an underlying knowledge. We know. Yeah. We know. You only you only make fun of the things you love. Yeah. But otherwise, there's no real point. Uh, <laughs> okay. And that's where I gotta go. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna start talking about Trump tossing that dumb glass of water soon. So get me out of here. What a dumb fuck. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, what else okay. have we been watching? Well, okay. The Married at First Sight Australia. I am excited because they're about to all meet each other. Well, and we watched that ep- that scene that you showed me. That yes. was like a wonderful. <sighs> I wish I could remember their names. Mature argument. Oh yeah, there's no way to remember their names. They they're all all, look, they're Australian, and they all look the same. They all look that, exactly the same, and, and they I all mean the that, same. Like, they have the same haircut. Same like, haircut. And they all have the same type of personality. There's not a differentiation of like type of person no, it's they all are. Bro. And that might be very terrible to say, but um the there was one scene with a very gorgeous looking woman and an attractive guy, and I guess he had gone out the night before and gotten hammered and then like the girl got upset and she walked back to the hotel room by herself and then the next morning he went for a run because he was so hungover uh and he with one of the people that i guess he met at the hotel that they were staying and then came back later and she was still pissed off and they're talking it through on camera they're like recounting like clearly a producer off camera asked them to like describe what happened last night and he's I, I know this feeling too much. It's kind of what's happening right now that just like unfiltered hangover talk where you just say exactly what you're thinking. He's like, so uh, she got mad last night and I I, uh, I really screwed it up and then I, I messed it up again this morning <laughs> and uh, I can't do a Australian accent. He's like, I, I messed it up again this morning and went for a run and then I uh, came back and, you know, she's probably like, what am I doing? Wasting my time with this guy. Uh, and that's uh, obviously I don't want to think that way. And it, he's just literally saying everything he's thinking unfiltered. But like, he, and then they he got, nailed it. Like everything yeah. he described was like the most... Self-aware, yeah, like, idiot. Like it's, <laughs> it was so pure and like succinct. And then they get into a conversation, and they come to the understanding. Like he's apologizing, and she's so stubborn that she like won't accept his apology. And he's like, "How can you? How can I dig myself out of this if you're never going to accept an apology?" He said Shakespeare couldn't have written a better <laughs> apology. Yeah, it was oh, right. Shakespeare couldn't have written a better. See, this is why they're so funny. They're so great, and also they're charming. Even in their idiocy, they're so charming. So charming, and, and I don't mean that they're idiots. They're all very. They're just so fun. Young in their youngness. They're lively. They're, they're yeah. They're having fun. Whatever. We we don't you know. They're we, living out loud. We're cro- we've crossed the line. Of, we're just bitter grumps. <laughs> um. No. In defense of this, the broiness yeah, yeah. though, there is something about dudes who are bros who the thing I think that they get that they don't get enough credit for is this nonchalantness to what they're talking about. Yeah. And the way this dude was like uh, explaining everything, it was like owning if, everything that he had done for, wrong. Yeah. For people like, or, or, or guys who maybe are not so broy like myself. When there's something where you realize the situation, it's like a big deal. It's uh-huh. like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I figured this out. You must be feeling this way, and I'm so sorry. And, and, I'm, and I'm seeing trying the to situation for it. what it is. I'm trying to have empathy, and I need to have empathy. And like, we're all in our heads about it. But certain bros are just like, oh, you must. I was a dick. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I mean, you gotta, you gotta forgive me. I was a dick. Yeah, because we're know, never gonna I was move a dick. forward. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I did a bad like thing, you. and I'm apologizing, and I own it. And yeah. you have to accept it, or else we're gonna be stuck here. We both don't want to be stuck here. 
And then they get to a point where he goes, I guess I went for a run today. I didn't want to go for a fucking run. I'm hungover as shit. Is yeah. what he's talking about. He's like, I went for a run because I didn't want to be in that room. And then he realized that the run was a metaphor. He's running away from his problems. And then he's like, I'm running away from my problems. She said, she said he's running away from his problems. And he was like, yeah, you're right. Like, didn't like literally just took it in, accepted it. And then he goes, and then he's laying there and they start like joking around. And then he, he goes, maybe you're not the only one with walls up. And she like leans over and like does this and holds his hand. Uh And it was like the most beautiful moment. Oh, We've I also been it. in quarantine for so long that the uh, what was it <laughs> yesterday? Were, oh, what you, you were like? Oh, it was we were watching. It was when we were watching Jumanji too, and Grace out of nowhere goes, "That character's gonna end up dying in the game," and I was like, "I don't know why I just got so emotional like about that <laughs> happening." I was like, "I think we have to leave. I think yeah. we have to escape the uh, the house a little bit." Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. anyway, it was a beautiful moment. <laughs> that was a, great. It was a great moment. I'm ex- Are you gonna be okay? It's just the beer burps, okay. you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's gross. I know, but you hide them that it makes it look like your body is fighting it. That I'm like, just let it out. You don't have to fight it. Yeah, it is funny that I go. It physically makes such a louder thing yeah. than the noise would just be if I let it out. But that's gross. I think it's so gross to be like. Bleh. I know. I'm sorry. I do that all the time. You don't do it all the time. Thank you. I try not to. Well, anyway. I'm exhausted. The hangover. <laughs> you've watched the hangover fog slowly roll in throughout the course of this episode. We had enough energy to get mad at some people we have, we don't know and we'll never meet. I'm going to go uh, back to sleep and set my alarm for 3.30. I like this episode more than last week's episode. Me too. <laughs> Somehow <laughs> it's better. That was like a burp. We got it out of yeah, our dude, system. We were like, we have to do it. We're back to what is fun for us and feels fun and good. And I, I miss feeling fun and good. And that is the end of the podcast. Uh Uh-huh. Goodbye. Goodbye.